Hey guys, Darren Watts here. Uh, before we get into this podcast, I just want to throw a disclaimer out there for everybody that's listening. Firstly, I appreciate everybody taking the time to listen to me. But if anybody is listening to this podcast for the sake of advice, well, for the sake of actually trying to solicit advice from a professional, professional, then I'm not your guy. I would recommend that you listen to another podcast that has just that, a professional mental health personnel, psychologist, and all of them. But if you're listening to me just to hear my story, hear other people's story, and just solicited uh, some knowledge or some educational stuff from what I read, then this is the podcast for you to listen to. But other than that, thank you for listening, and enjoy this podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, welcome back to another one, uh, Breaking Mental Health with Daryl. I am Daryl. So, today, fifth final step of keys, key steps of social learning, of the process, learning through the process. Um, we'll look at that and the other things that I have on my mind. I haven't been lately, so that trend may continue, it may not. But we'll see. Uh, stay tuned. I'll have all this here for you hot second. Okay, so earlier in the week, I had um, discussed, I want to say, it was some, I know it was either uh, yesterday or Wednesday, I want to say it was uh, Wednesday, I know it wasn't Friday, I wonder when yesterday on Friday, I know it wasn't Thursday, I think it was Wednesday, Wednesday or Thursday, I had briefly discussed uh, some things about the uh, social learning theory based on a uh, workplace and I've said some things on there um, about workplace and I wanted to get a little bit more deeper on uh, about um, learning social learning theory 
at a workplace. So let's look at this real quick. Um, what are the best practices for social learning theory you can apply to your workplace? Given the contemporary working landscape, there are a handful of practices businesses should uh, consider when applying social learning theory to the workplace. The first being uh, the ability to learn anywhere. It's up to organizations to provide mechanisms and processes that enable members to, of staff to learn in the workplace or remotely through digital options. Secondly, it's vital that the correct tools are available and distributed. These tools and technology should encourage communication, facilitate information exchange, and foster a collaborative sharing environment. And with the appropriate digital interfaces, employees will be able to connect and learn from one another. A feedback loop is designed to facilitate continuous improvement. Through the use of active listening, now management employees alike are able to voice their thoughts and internalize the feedback. When it comes to social learning theory examples, getting constructive feedback from all levels of workers is a great way of improving your methods, systems, and processes. In truth, social learning theory has been a fairly underground organic practice for decades. Employees are already imparting niche uh, knowledge indirectly learning from their peers and adjusting their behavior to emulate, emulate those they deem successful. But companies should be capitalizing on this potential by providing robust forms, newsletters, blogs, and instant messaging. You are actively forge the connective paths for this organic process to thrive. And finally, there has to be the creation of desire. The tools and methods may be present, but there should be also be the incentivization to use them. Motivating and encouraging employee participation is a challenge, but not an impossible one. The gamma the gamma cafe, uh, the gamma cafe, the gaming, the gamification. Whew, and reward structure of participation can go a long way. It also creates healthy competition and allows the employer to track employee development and performance. Well, let me be the first to say that uh, employee um, uh, participation. I've never been a fan of employee participation but I know for I know that sometimes that something could be worth it if you're really trying to learn and grow in different ways that you know you could get the proper uh, um, the proper race that you deserve or just just kicking it up a notch just to learn and understand the job because maybe you want to find another job that requires that much learning and you even get a bigger uh, a bigger raise bigger salary you know but as they say that it is encouraged that employee participation there'll be ways that you can actually 
work on those things to get people to um, participate or whatever. But no, I have not been a fan of employee uh, participation. Um, I do like to learn and grow. But I can always learn through growth just by observing. I've always been that guy to do that. And I've done it with the, my job at weekends only before it got dissolved. That's all I did was just they taught, I observed, they taught, I observed. And I put it into gear and I went to work. And I got better and better and better and better, which gave me two different promotions. Um, before I got dissolved, before we, uh, dissolvement came, and I was on my way to a third one. I was literally on my way to a third one, and it was supposed to happen sometime in November or December of uh, 2022, but instead we ended up getting an announcement that we're dissolving. So that's never going to happen, and um at this point now pretty happy because uh, working at the job has really kind of fucked with my mental health and it has really got to a point where you know it just wasn't the same anymore um, I was you know actually was getting better for the better but for my mental health it was just getting better for the worse. So, you know, that's what happens when, you know, you put in good work ethic and, you know, you do participate in some things and you're able to learn a lot of things and grow and develop a lot of, you know, good um, working skills. So, that's just one of, it's just one of those things that I see. But, Using the social learning theory is good for any type of workplace. It's still, you know, successful as you speak. A lot of people may not use it as much, but I think it should be used a lot because it will actually um, train them down to getting better, you know, learning through the observing learning and then um, retaining the information and all of that good stuff that's it's lining the ball here and social learning theory is kind of like the um, it's kind of like your philosophy like they say like the like it is it's a philosophy but I like to use the philosophy of um, you know sports basketball football because it's the same way. You know, a lot of, you know, kids growing up, looking up to their favorite player. Me, I've learned. Um, I have first learned through my dad when he had played in this little small league for his job on the weekends. And I see him playing ball. Um, that kind of got me into the in the midst of uh, playing basketball. Um, then afterwards, when they stopped that league, 
I started watching more and more of Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson is one of my idols, and that's who I observe through. And every time I go out there and play, I play just like him. Only to say that people say I play like Charles Barkley. Now, don't get it twisted. There's absolutely nothing wrong with Charles Barkley. But the size that I was kind of reminded a lot of people of Charles Barkley. Because Charles Barkley could do it all. But I felt like I played more like through Magic Johnson because that was my observance. That's who I learned through. Magic Johnson. And, you know, ever since then, I've just been playing it like that. So, you know, a lot of people learn you know, learn through jobs in different ways. And, you know, that's, it's good. It's good that you take an interest on it and you're just actually learning through everything. So, why not go for it? The importance of motivation. Of course, reproduction of the behavior and task would not be possible without the will to do it. Motivation could be considered one of the most important principles of the social learning theory. All of the rest rely on it. Here, both reinforcement and punishment play an essential role. If the server does not see a favorable outcome of the behavior he or she is paying attention to, he or she would not be motivated towards imitating it. Now that we have seen how Bandura's theory works, in order to conclude, let's see how it can be applied to the real world, or more concretely, to the world of education. There is no doubt that the social learning theory is highly beneficial for the educational field, since teachers can provide students with positive role models for them to follow in a motivational environment. Another concept that comes from social learning theory and which also becomes the key, becomes key and the learning of the students itself, if if efficacy or efficiency, the concept, which basically means the belief of one's abilities, is highly regarded by Bandura, who says, in order to succeed, people need a sense of self-efficiency, efficiency, of efficacy. It could be one of those two. Don't judge me. To struggle together with resilience to meet the inevitable obstacles and inequities of life. So there you have it. If we motivate students and help them build their self-efficacy, they will approach the challenges in the better light and will be encouraged to keep growing. Although... And although self-belief does not always ensure success, it surely adds more balance to the lottery. <sighs> so, those are the, that's Bandura's five key steps to the learning process. And let me, let me say something about motivation. It may not have nothing to do with the steps of, uh, of the learning process, but... I want also the people to understand 
the deep significance of motivation. When it comes to your mental health, the one key word that everybody would try to push themselves to to get better is motivation. I don't care if you're in a deep depression and you don't want to do nothing. The main thing and the main word that comes up is motivation. It's motivation. People are going to try to use the word motivation because it's even so. Well, I'll try to motivate myself to, you know, get up and get ready, or I'm going to motivate myself to get out of bed today, or I'm going to motivate myself to actually go out here and run some errands, or I'm going to motivate myself to actually uh, get some of my work done, get some tags done, get a lot of stuff done. And I'm going to tell you, I always used to say, I'm going to motivate myself to set this alarm for 4.30 in the morning so I could get stuff done. This was when I was still, when uh, Weekends Only was still in operation. And I always got up at 4.30 in the morning. And like I said, since throughout the, uh, you know, dissolvement, I have not taken a shot of getting up at 4.30 in the morning anymore because, well, until then, just temporarily, I'm not getting up at 4.30 anymore because of the fact that um, the middle of the dissolvement and eventually be over. So when it's done, I will, and I will have the ability to, if the Lord's will, not get up at 4.30 in the morning and get work done. Get it done. But anyway, um, when weekends only was in operation, I got up at 4.30 in the morning. And I would either work on this podcast or I would work on Double Take Sports Talk or I would get up to read or you know, I'll, I'll do something. Anything that can relate to me to help, you know, build my learning skills. Reading the book. Um, I got all kinds of books. I'll read um, YouTube channels for uh, dummies, stock investing for dummies, um, psychology of pricing, um, psychology of money, um, sports marketing. There's plenty for me to read. There is plenty for me to read. And I had a sample book that I was supposed to have used to, for this uh, podcast to interview those two doctors. Um, I think it's the AWE method, if I'm right. I could be wrong, but I, I read that, you know, just to, you know, educate myself. And, of course, that was supposed to be for, you know, me to read through and interview with the doctors, but I never got a chance to do it. feel real bad about it. I hate that it happened to me like that. And that's why sometimes I tell Darren that uh, the zombie really came at the wrong time. Just because of that alone. But um, at the same time, the zombie came really at a good time. That's just in my down moments that, you know, I think about these things and that the zombie just came at the wrong time. Just when I'm down. But I always looking up at the up, it, it 
perfect time. Loving it. Not only that is an dissolvement, but it's in the springtime. It's warm. You know, now I could just think, you know. But you know, it's it, it always happens like that, right? But um but yeah, I you know, I get up that four thirty in the morning and then by that time, um I'll study all the way up until about six o'clock. Six o'clock in the morning I'll get dressed, get ready, and by six thirty, six twenty five, six thirty, well sometimes six fifteen. Either anywhere between six fifteen to six twenty five or six thirty, I'm out the door. And I go out the door, I go to work. Work until seven to three or seven to three thirty. It just depends on the schedule. Um Wednesdays and Thursdays it was seven to three and Friday, Saturday, and Sundays was seven to three thirty. But on the Wednesday aspect, Wednesday or Thursday aspect, be off at three o'clock or come home. And this is when I was actually struggling with the. Uh, well, still am, and I'm going to talk about this more procrastination. Um. Because I do that will affect your mental health too. We're going to talk about procrastination. I think it's going to be on the miscellaneous episodes. So um, stay tuned for that too. Um, so I'll come home and then I'll do some stuff. Just sit around actually. Because the first thing that I would really want to do is um, I would want to um, get in the shower when I first get home. That would be the first thing I want to do is just come home, jump in the shower, and be done. And I'll be able to do anything that I need to do. So, now, it's a whole different ball game. And I'll come home. Like now, I get up at uh, 7.30. And I don't get out of bed until 8 o'clock. Get dressed. Go in the kitchen. Get all my stuff ready. Get uh get my lunch in the bag and get all that done. Get my coffee ready. Um, take a shot of my Magic Mind. Uh, talk to dinner for a minute, and I'm out the door. And then I be at work. I stay until six o'clock. I come home. I shower immediately when I come home. I shower, and then just to sit and kick it with Darren playing the game. And trust me. That's the best way to wind down and relax is to play the game and talk with Darren. We kind of run through our feelings or anything. If we have any feelings we need to run through, talk about the work day and um, while we're playing the game. And it's the greatest feeling ever because you got somebody there that actually listened to you, that talked you through it. Um, and we both do that to each other. Uh, we'll play the game for probably about an hour as I wind down, and you know it's you know it's a good it's a good feeling to do that. That's actually the best part of the day, really, is to kick it with Darren. And he mentioned that too, so I have to agree with him on that. That is the uh, he mentioned it uh, 
on one of his podcasts. I want to say it was the 20th, uh, on the 20th podcast, uh, May 20th. Um, and I have to agree with him. It's, it's perfect. Um, it's, that's the best part of the day because things could be bad, especially with him because he was going through a lot. And, and I'm going to tell you, if you ever sit down and listen to Darren's podcast, he has this, his segment that he, which he actually do, which is his weight loss journey. He pinpoints everything about his mental health, what it is that he's doing right, what he's doing wrong, and what he can do to do better. You know, if anything, you check that out. That's all about his mental health. If there is no perfect way. To fix your mental health, listen to this podcast. You only have to listen to the whole thing. If you just dare to listen to the um the weight loss journey, that's even worth it. Because he sends a message in a way of actually sharing his mental health worries through weight loss journey. You know, he knew he had to make a change, but then obstacles get in his way, which really makes his mental health work worse. Anxiety, depression, and he uses that, his weight loss journey, to help with his mental health. And you can't, you can't go better than that. So, listen to it. Just that part, if it's worth it, just listen to it, because that's the truth. He pinpoints. He pinpoints everything about his mental health, but um, that is also mainly your key in motivation. With with Darren getting up at four o'clock in the morning just to go get up and work out, that ha- that takes motivation. That takes a lot of motivation to do it. To push yourself. To the absolute limit to get up and to go work out that early in the morning to get in there and get it done. You know, it's excellent. And I, and I commend anybody else to listen to this podcast that actually literally gets up early in the morning to go work out or to get up early in the morning to be a dad. I've watched some videos on Instagram. And I've watched some of these dads go through their day as dads, as fathers. And I watched one where there was a father. I think I don't want to mix them up. And I have a feeling I will. Um, There was one father that had one daughter. He had one daughter. He gets up in the morning. It goes through his uh, routine day. And then part of his routine day, he gets his uh, daughter up, gets her ready for school, and he does her hair and does all that. Which is perfect. And that, for me, um, I know how to do hair. But the only thing I know how to do is... um, I could put them in a, I could put it in a ponytail, and I could put it into a, and I could put them into pigtails. 
um, I still try to learn how to braid. I'm still going to learn because I'm going to be braiding Aaliyah's hair a lot too and I want to. Um, I know that mom was part of that too but you know I'm going to learn myself too so I can do it. Um, but the father, they're pushing through motivation. You know, they're pushing through the day. And, they, and you know what? You really don't have to be motivated to do it. If it's something that you're used to doing, then you do it. But some people need motivation to do it. They need their inner strength. Motivation to me is digging through your inner strength. Even when your body is calling you not to do it, you dig through your inner strength and force your body to get up and do what you got to do. I face it every day, too, but it's not in the ways that everybody else will have to do it. Me just going to work and, you know, um, taking care of Leah when it's um, my fatherly time for her. It's hard. I have to dig through my inner strength, especially working five days out of the week and then coming home and having her, I have to dig through inner strength. It kills my mental health. But I, I do it. She's my baby. I have to. I love it when she's over here. But my body just won't allow it. So I have to dig through inner strength and motivation to get it done. And that's why I commend mothers too, because mothers have it worse than fathers. Exception of uh, single fathers. And single fathers have to deal with that five days out of the week, seven days out of the week. You know, they're champs too. But mothers, they have it pretty bad too. To where that they have, especially if they have more than one. You know, you have, they have to dig through their inner strength to find the motivation to do things. Especially if they're not feeling good, especially if something's wrong with them, they still have to dig through and continue to do what they have to do. They they can't just sit around and relax like how they want to because they have kids. And it's hard to find somebody to watch kids, and especially if you're not feeling well, if you don't want to depend on nobody or nobody's really, really you can depend on. You know, it's tough. It's really tough. So, you know, that's why motivation, it's important. It's really important to dig through. Motivate yourself. But that's all I have. But I just want to say one thing, one, one thing quickly before I get out of here. I talked about motivation, and I'm just going to say, we're getting close. We got four more days of this. We got four more days, and I'm going to tell you, it has taken every strength of motivation for me to get this done. I'm not used to it. It's taken me every strength of motivation, digging deep, and, you know, finding the time to do it, work. Work, work, work. Aaliyah, 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 Aaliyah. I have to find it. And 
I get it done. You know, it's never an easy thing, but you do have to find it. Because, you know, you don't know how badly I just want to, after I get done playing the game, I just want to just, you know, lay down. Or when I get done with Aaliyah, I lay down. You know, sometimes you just have to find time to do things. It's hard. So just just keep in mind that you're not the only one. Keep pushing. But that's it for me. I appreciate everyone listening to me. I appreciate everyone's time. I really, really appreciate it. Um, join me tomorrow. Um, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up by, um, you know, sharing what I've learned or what, you know, what I've learned about social learning theory. I'm going to review everything from this week about um, social learning theory and the other types of social gratitudes that are out here that that could be learned from it too and uh, I'll give my thought process on that so join me tomorrow for that um, I'm on social media you can follow me on Twitter at Love University and in uh, Instagram Love University or you can email me at breakingmiddleage at gmail.com you can rap share your feelings we could talk whatever however we do it let's do it but until then, stay true to yourself. And always remember, when it comes to listening, you're one step closer to bringing awareness. Let's go.